Welcome to the Meat and Poultry Podcast. This podcast is your online portal to hear from experts in the industry about the latest news, trends, technologies, and people in the world of meat and poultry processing. For the Meat Poultry Podcast, I'm Ryan McCarthy, Digital Media Editor. While at the annual meat conference in March, I caught up with Jeff Trippishin, Chief Executive Officer of Grass-Fed Foods. During this discussion, Jeff takes us through the first few months of Grass-Fed Foods and how the beef product has responded to the growing grass-fed market. He shared some new programs Grass-Fed Foods plans to roll out in its products, including Teton Taste Buds, along with a food service plan with Rossitelli Foods Group. Jeff discusses some early accomplishments and what it's been like building out both brands under Grass-Fed Foods, Teton Waters Ranch, and Sunfed Ranch. Near the end, Jeff gives us his thoughts on the conference along with what he saw as a big takeaway from presentations like The Power of Meat. Take a listen to Jeff Trippishin at the annual meat conference. Welcome into the Meat and Poultry Podcast. We're here with Jeff Trippishin uh, at the annual meat conference. Jeff, thanks for uh, coming on and taking a few minutes with us. We appreciate it. Well, thanks for the opportunity, Ryan. Yeah. Um, the, the first thing I wanted to talk about is what you guys have all done with grass-fed foods, you know, these last few months. How, you know, we right before we started recording, how's it going? And, um, you know, what's been exciting about you? We were just saying grass-fed is really getting out there now it sure is yeah we were just talking i mean if you walk around the show today you see grass-fed not just at the boutique uh, places like ours you're seeing it at people that at companies that have done this for uh, more than generations some centuries Mm -hmm. that are now saying this is a category that that bears um, a lot of people's attention so that's great it's good to see where we're at that right moment as well. When, when we merged Teton and SunFed to create a dedicated grass-fed platform that can scale, I think we did it at perfect time. We have processed brand, we have fresh brand. And so I, I couldn't be more encouraged. I know there's gonna be a lot more work than we probably planned on because people stopping at the booth are, mm-hmm. are saying that this is interesting and let's talk about how they can be involved. And this is from the largest at food service, the largest at retail, to the, the folks that, that have dedicated their entirety to this. So it, it's very broad and yeah. encouraging. When, uh, talk a little bit about your initial feedback with the distribution part. Dot mm. Foods was a big deal when you guys announced this. It is. You know, t- t- discuss that a little bit. Yeah, what, so Dot, wonderful company and a great ally. And, and so, because you can have the greatest product in the world. If people can't get it, then it's not great for them. And so DOT unlocks potential. Anyone now can say, I'd like that. And what it's done is it's created some, I think, helped create relationships with others that might have taken longer. So for example, we're, we're going to be moving forward in a very robust fashion with UNFI. And I've known those folks for a long time. We've worked on other businesses together and it worked out really well and and unfi is going gosh if you're a dot and now you're with us now we can reach everywhere Mm -hmm. 
And we're doing that with some food service counterparts as well. And we'll be able to talk about that later. Yep. Um, and, and just today we're announcing a relationship with Ristelli's. Right, I saw that. Because we source great raw material and we turn it into products that have just done really well in the marketplace. But Ray and Ray, his son, and that organization have just taken what our potential is and, and made it 2x. Mm-hmm. They make products that run the gamut of, of other proven categories, sous vide items, marinated, seasoned, sliced, diced, cooked, all kinds of formats that we don't have access to. Yeah. So those are the things that to me are very exciting and quicker than I thought was going to happen. Yeah. The, how did the Rossitelli thing go? Oh. If you don't mind me asking, like how, sure. how fast did it move, huh. on, move on? So I'll give you the, so it, sometimes you're, you're brilliant and sometimes you're just lucky. This is clearly the lucky one. And so we had a, a hamburger, pre-cooked hamburger, blended hamburger, that I didn't think was good enough to carry the brand name, yep. our brand name. And um, we had a common friend, chef friend, um, that knew the Rostelli's folks and said maybe they could, they could make that for you. We sent in raw material. They made one prototype. I went to a kitchen, to a restaurant, and we cooked it with the chef in the back. Didn't add anything, didn't do anything, just cooked it together. And I tried it, and I said, just take that item. There are no changes. There is nothing to rethink. These people know what the heck they're doing. Yeah. And it was funny, because we called them back, and they were expecting feedback. And I gave them feedback. Mm-hmm. We're going with that. Mm-hmm start now mm-hmm. and they go we've never met you and i said well, i'll come out later but the answer is yes let's go and so i've never done that i've been doing this for 37 years mm-hmm. i have never done that i've mm-hmm. never not tweaked or more and they just did a great job so i had great trust with them yeah. met the family that cemented that that sense of right. of confidence with them the the another area that you guys looked at recently is that teton taste buds launch mm-hmm. um I know when we've talked before, this is a huge thing for you of making sure that you get it into mm-hmm. elementary schools or younger kids, your right. product. Describe what that's meant so far with that. Yeah. The, you know, there's, Ryan, we've talked about this before in, in another article. Yep. And, and there's, look, our job is to help feed, feed people, and that's a, that's a personal thing. Um, it, but it's also business. You know, you're supposed to, at the end, make money. You're supposed to help ranchers and, and farmers make money and all of that. And that's always where my focus has been. And and in thinking about kids and the jeopardy that we've talked about with with them uh, being clinically obese. And we're on one in five kids today, about 15 million kids in the U.S. And that's going to go to one in two, so almost 40 million. Mm-hmm. And you look at that, and so we designed that line to have no sugar, half the sodium, 38% less saturated fat, all those things in a format that kids eat. And, and for one of the few times in my life, I realized that sometimes business can intersect with doing the right thing. And so we have a chance to help a generation that, at least based on NIH studies and other things like that, is in peril. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe reel that back mm-hmm. in a little bit. And so I hope... You know, today someone asked me, you know, what's the goal of the show? And they thought I was going to say get a certain amount of new business. And, and the reality is I hope that the other folks, not just our size, but much larger, see that, 
kind of thinking and say they have a bigger potential impact they mm -hmm. can make. They should be improving mm -hmm. food to those kids, whether they're at school or helping mom and dad make a meal on a Tuesday night or whatever it is. There is the technology that can fundamentally change those kids' lives mm -hmm. in the future, and we should do it. Yeah. And, and one of the other areas we've talked about before is blended products. Where yeah. The growth of that, too, it's been interesting to hear, you know, it's it's going to be a part of it. You mm -hmm. know, it's going to be a part of everybody's thing. I, we don't know for sure how much, just like right. grass-fed. But, you know, take me through that, too, of how you guys have looked at that with grass-fed yeah. food so far. Well, that, that's been an evolution over the last year. So it started with we'll blend in mushrooms, we'll get some nutritional benefit, and you won't be able to really taste. In fact, it's even a little juicier. The mouth feels even a little better. We took that on the kids' product and, and took it up a notch. We add butternut squash, carrots, and some mushrooms. And the product, I defy anybody to be able to taste the difference between that and just 100% um, beef item. Um, so we're able to do that. And so blended to me is, is really very broad. It's what's the goal of blending? You know, you can go all the way to kind of a plant-based product, and those are failing for, for lack of delivery on taste, I think. And so consumers are, are willing to go to 100%. And I think the ability to say if we blend things with a purpose instead of just because we can't, we can blend it and say, now nutritionally we help someone. And you can't tell the difference in taste. Or it even tastes better for, for some. A younger generation will find that taste even better mm -hmm. than conventional. So, so I think blending has a role that, that we need to think better about. Mm -hmm. It's not to lower cost or use up some, some raw material that happens to be available. I, I think that's, that's pedestrian thinking. We have, a, we have an opportunity to do way better than that. Mm -hmm. What's, uh, other than Rossitelli and having these mm -hmm. other things, what's been some early successes that you guys have, have liked to see out of the gate? You know, mm -hmm. I know this was a plan, a big plan ahead of time to get this right. rolling. Um, what other early successes uh, that have you guys seen? Or, or in the other way, too, I'm sure you're, mm -hmm. there's some growing pains, too. Yeah, well, look, a merger of two companies has growing pains, even though they've been probably less than we anticipated. But... You're taking two cultures. The benefit is they're like-sized companies. They believe in the same things. It's not, they're not at odds yeah. with, with mission or principles, values, any of that. So that part's been easy, but there's just the practicality of their two different companies in two different states. And so synthesizing them, um, not downsizing them, yep. synthesizing yep. them is important. And, and going um, reasonably well, we, we did the merger the end of November, just before Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's. Mm -hmm. Other than that, perfect timing. <laughs> so, so it's working fine. Some of the things that, that are really encouraging before we got here, Ryan, is that we took like the kids line and a few other things that are at the booth today that, that weren't out in the marketplace. And we showed it to a few of our customers because we wanted to let them know that it's coming. And they responded we would hope they would have been positive and they were much more than positive they were encouraging and some of them even said look even if we don't buy this because it didn't fit well, let us see if we can help you mm. and i was like i don't think i've ever had anybody offer that because they got past the com the the commercial interaction 
and said, you're trying to do something here. And they could see the long game. Yeah. And they were like, if we can be part of that, maybe not today, but tomorrow, let's, let's go down that path, which is really what I think you want. Mm-hmm. You want a partnership, not a sale. Yeah. And so many people just take the sale. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of leaving chips on the table when you do it that way. With the, for your experience and everything that you've done in the meat industry, uh, what has it been like merging the two brands? Tell, mm. Take me through that experience. And, or mm. I guess not merging is the wrong way to say yeah. it because you guys are keeping putting them together. Putting them together, yeah. yeah. Well, th- luckily, the brands are different enough that because sometimes you merge. I've done one yep. in the past where I, we put six companies together. Three of them were brands and three of them were not. And they were just labels. Well, the labels went away. The brand survived, and and that was unfortunate for those folks. In this case, totally different. Sunfed is five generations of U.S. ranching, and it's primarily a fresh meat company. They talk about cattle and organic matter of soil and root depth and things that I'm going, I don't even really, I don't have an appreciation for that degree of knowledge. And so Sunfed is, is an authentic, regenerative, ag-based brand. <laughs> Teton takes products that today are relatively commodity, mm-hmm. you know, hot dogs, hamburgers, sausages, and so on, and adds product that are fundamentally better, the mm-hmm. grass-fed and that, grass-fed, grass-finished product, at an affordable price. And so it serves a very different role. Mm-hmm. It says to, to folks that say, I like a hot dog, but and it removes the butt. All, whatever you were gonna say, it's now, it's now resolved. Mm-hmm. And it does it for such a small premium in price, serving 20 cents. When you start talking about things like kids, it's like for a nutritionally superior product, for a 20 cents per serving for a kid or a grandchild, I mean, people spend $5 for a cup mm-hmm. of coffee. Yeah. I think you can spend a dollar to, or 20 cents yeah. to have someone you care about mm-hmm. be able to, um, uh, to you know, start the building blocks of a better life. With, uh, with that, with customers in general, what, what's been the early impact or early thoughts from mm-hmm. them? Have you got some early feedback? Tell me about yeah. that. Yeah, it's funny. We have a chef at the booth, uh-huh. and I, I walked up to him, and I said, so what's the feedback been? Because everybody else is there to show product, talk about specs, and so on. Well, he's there to say, would you like a sample? But you have to tell me what you think. And so I walked up and I said, yeah, how's it going? And he goes, well, they can't believe, because we're, we're sampling the Teton Taste Bud uh, hot dog. He goes, they can't believe there's vegetables in there. And well, just then, two ladies came up and they tried it because they were talking, so they didn't, they didn't ask him what it was. They just took a, a sample. And they were like, oh, that's really good hot dog. And he goes, do you know there's vegetables in there? And they go, in the one that I tried? Like that. And I'm like, well, that's what you want. Because you can't tell. And then he went and said the lower sodium, the lower fat, the no sugar. And the one lady looks at the other one and goes, my kids would love that. And I was like, we should have taped that darn thing because that's what you're trying to have happen. Right. We just have a different medium. We're using a hot dog or a hamburger or a meatball or corn dog. Right. Uh just some general thoughts about the conference. Mm. You know, did you uh, get a chance to watch Power Meat yesterday and, and, and all that? And I, I, that always, you know, is such a kickstarter of it is. ideas for everybody, I think, on this. It is. Yeah, I, I think that that's, the, to me, that's the, that's the, um, 
the, the, the kind of the center of the bullseye for this event. I mean, the trade show is important. Um, but I think that makes you, if you're a, if you're a, a data-driven person in this industry, you need to listen to that. This isn't someone else's data. This isn't interviews with people in a different geography that think different. These are our people that pay all of our bills. Mm -hmm. And they're going, here's what I'd like. And here's what I don't like. And so we should be, we should be paying more attention. You know, it's funny, I was sitting next to a guy and I looked at him and I said, you know, if this was only every fall instead of every spring, we'd all build these things into our plans, which right. typically, you know, come out at the first of the year. And we would chase them for a whole year. But it comes out at a time where a lot of us are going, but I'm right in the middle of executing the plans I just wrote. <laughs> and right. he laughed, he goes, yeah, you know, that would be helpful. And I said, we just need to move our planning back right. a little bit. Right. A uh, couple more trip, and then I'll let you get back to the yeah. booth. Uh, the, something that they've mentioned quite a bit, and I think it was in the Power Media, is the importance of the brand. Mm. You know, and that's, you know, you've built a lot of brands, in that, but it, it's really changing now. That's People are recognizing meat so much more by a brand. Can you discuss yeah. the importance of that now where it's like, I'm going to go find grass-fed foods? And, yeah. You know. Yeah, the, the Teton and Sunfed yeah. bread. So, so I'll talk about brands in general, yep. though. Um, so the brands are a promise that are made by a company to their consumer. And so if you just think about that and you go, okay, so think about some brand, doesn't have to be meat, that you're sitting there going, what is a brand that you trust, that you actually align with? And then you look at what the item is and you go, well, that seems kind of silly. It's like some people are just ardent. I'm a Coke person. No, I'm a Pepsi person. You know? and, and you go, you realize you're, you're aligning with a carbonated beverage. That's, that's not important. So, meaning it's just a, a, a can of soda yep. or a bottle of soda. And, but they say something to you that's meaningful, resonates. So, if, if you believe that, then you go, well, then brands are making a promise and they have to fulfill it. You go through things like COVID. You go through other challenges, societal challenges. And brands either rise to the occasion or they don't. And in our industry, unfortunately, we have a lot of labels, not a lot of brands, very few promises, and spotty delivery. And that's because margins are thin, and people go, yeah, and you know when they pause like that, that they're going to excuse bad behavior. And consumers know that. Now, they might not know it the first time or the fifth time, but eventually they know it. Today's consumers, with technology and the ability to find things in us, second gives them a microscope into your business so if you go oh we're grass-fed and you go well that's not the point all cattle are grass-fed how are they finished mm -hmm. and the brand says well I never said anything about finishing it's like so you're a liar and you're just waiting for them to find out because someone's going to find out mm -hmm. the problem is it ruins it for everybody that does it right whether it's antibiotic free and someone says, well, we go through a withdrawal period. It's like, okay, but that's not what consumers want. They don't want you to time it just so they want you to say what you mean and do it. The transparency piece yes. that we've been hearing about. Yeah. And so brands can afford to say, trust me, I'll show you. 
That's why third-party verifications and certifications are much more prevalent today because people don't believe them. They go, can someone else verify that what they're saying is true? I mean, think about that on a personal level. You say something to me, and I go, can we get someone else's opinion on whether or not you're telling the truth? How damning is that? So brands, to me, when you, when you have founders and people of substance behind them mm -hmm. and a lifetime of credibility gives consumer confidence on something that's pretty personal. Mm -hmm. Because this is food someone's preparing and giving to their family. And that's, that's pretty close to those people. Mm -hmm. And so that's where I think brands, brands can do well, should do uh, better over time mm -hmm. as people start to really probe and question, especially a younger generation that is much more predisposed to do that. Brands should flourish and people that have labels that are pretty thin on promises better have a low price. Trip, last thing. Uh what is one of your favorite things coming to this meet conference always mm. to tell me what you know energizes you for the rest of the year when you when you leave sure. this place sure i i think it's two parts but of the same thing and so i've been doing this for a long time so one is that i walk around and i run into a lot of people that have been part of my professional life and they're younger and, and, you know, they come up and they go, guess where I am now? And thanks for helping me get there. Or thanks for, you know, showing me, you know, and, and helping me and so on. So that's, that's to me is very, um, very positive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's part of our responsibility as yep. certain generation in, in this industry is to make sure that we don't just get the best out of everyone, but we help them right. succeed. And the second is to see kind of the arc of change. I walked in. Uh, a couple days ago to the event and I saw you know Tyson had a large you know um, graphics and in one of the the um, meeting areas and it talked about their entry into grass-fed and I was standing there looking at it and you know I'm reading it and I you know and I had a, a friend of mine from a prior life come up and goes uh, so how do you feel about that and I said I think we're in the right direction now we're getting people like that which I have great respect for that are saying this is a thing and so, you know, sometimes you come to these events and you, and you see the opposite and you're like, are we on the wrong path? And in this case, so I view this as a barometer, an annual barometer to see what's our progress like and to kind of judge if you're willing to look at it with, with clear eyes, is this right? And I feel grass-fed's on the right path now. Well, Jeff Trippishan, always enjoy talking to you. Really appreciate the time. Enjoy the rest of the conference. Thank you. Thanks for your time. I appreciate it. Make sure to check out the latest stories from the monthly print edition and online at meatpoultry.com. Make sure to follow us on social media on Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, and Instagram, all by searching at Meat Poultry. And if you like what you heard, please leave a rating and review. It really helps us. All right, that's it for this time, folks. Thanks for listening, and have a great day.